you could talk, you could do the intro out of your butt. That would be very oh. much like. I mean, once I did it once for, for you know, Mrs. Doubtfire. There's no reason to do it yeah. again. No, righty then. Oh, I don't even. I'm already getting chills mm. down my spine thinking about this. This is like this movie is like the theater kid who like everyone laughed at, like or did they? But they, he thought they were laughing with him, and then he got, <laughs> and then he got twenty five million dollars a movie. Welcome to Your Inner Child is an Idiot, the podcast where we look back on things from our childhood and see if they were any good. I'm DJ. This is Damon. Hi. <laughs> God, blow the intro every time. We have a very special guest today. Mm-hmm. My friend and soon to be yours. He agrees that he's a very special guest. Jacob mm-hmm. Grimm. Very special. Our, Hello. Our, one of our star patrons as yeah. well. That's true. I, um, I, 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 am a, I am a supporter of the podcast. Oh, friend yeah. friend of the podcast. I almost I almost said that like I was surprised. Like, oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> I'll have to check the documentation sure on that. That's true. I'd like to see your receipts, sir. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jacob is a, a dear friend of mine, and uh, a uh, he's a writer. So I am. Maybe yeah. he'll write something funny. Do, write something funny right now. Go. Scribble, 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 scribble. <laughs> that is done. That is that was fucking the sound hilarious. Of me writing down. <laughs> you guys will never. See this? We're not going to read it out loud, but that's fucking hilarious. Thank it's you. great. It's Thank great you. work. Thank you. Today we're going to talk about Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Oh, I, okay. I thought it was the insurance claim adjuster, so I was mm, thinking of yeah. a different Ace no, Ventura. No, no, no. This is a movie from 1994, and uh, <laughs> you you guys all saw this, right, when we were kids? I did. Yeah, I mean, I I think I saw it. I didn't see it in the theater? I don't you think. Maybe. I, yeah. I, I might have saw it afterward like this is like perfect uh, we were the perfect age yeah oh yeah this is right 12 sweet spot yeah 13 yeah Yeah. it is tailor made for a 12 or 13 year old Mm -hmm. starring a 12 year old uh jim carrey yeah Yeah. i saw it on video i felt like a huge compunction to have to watch it after every like bro in my my sixth grade class like was just quoting it constantly so i'm like i guess i have to watch this you know what that is what I do remember what happened. It came out, and uh, this is Jacob talking. In case you're, <laughs> you don't have to. I don't have to identify okay. yourself every time. All right, um, they'll figure it out eventually. Damon is to it's my like a left. conference call. Uh, <laughs> this is Damon over in Pasadena. I just wanted to go back to that point you made earlier. I just make a chart, and <laughs> anyway, um, so. I remember that I had not seen it in the movie theater, but every kid was constantly being like, do not go in there. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a um, big for this one. And, yeah. and I think after like the first 300 times I heard somebody say that, I was like, maybe I should watch that this movie. This movie has clearly got some legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta see this one. No, and then you saw the movie and you're like, oh, that joke was exactly what I imagined it to be. Yeah. I, yeah. There was I, no, uh, you know, undercurrent to it. It's just uh, he came out of a bathroom. Well, yeah, because he was, like, fighting the shark, right? And so he's, like, yeah. his... Tr- dolphin? His, no, there was an actual... Well, okay. yeah, he was looking for the dolphin, but it found a shark, and then... In the toilet? No, it's like a tank. He goes to this, like, rich guy's house. Yeah. And then... And comes in through the bathroom. Yeah, or, like, sneaks in there, because uh, it's, it's, he's looking for the missing dolphin, the mascot of the Miami This movie's going to be great. Uh, 
I loved this movie. I don't, I think that I'm going to not like it this as much. <laughs> this t- did you did you see it multiple times? Like, oh yes. Was it like a friends come over and oh we'll get Ace Ventura? I don't know if I I like watched it like at a party so much as all of us memorized all of the lines to it at some point. Um, my friend and talked out of our butts. My <sighs> friend and colleague uh, Ross. Um, says that Call of the Wild, Ace Ventura 2. Um, when nature calls you, man. When nature calls. Please. What did I say? Please, Jacob. <laughs> the Call of this the Wild. This is ah! a, I'm not sure if you're familiar with our journalistic integrity on this podcast. <laughs> we'll but the bar fact. is high. We'll have a fact. It's very high and never miss a, a pee joke is really what Ace Ventura is <laughs> yeah. all about. Sorry, okay, proceed. Okay, well, um, the pee joke. Okay, so... Should we talk about like our memories of yeah, of peeing? By all means, yeah, sure. Yeah, um, I remember when I peed, <laughs> yeah. crossing swords and whatnot. <laughs> um, yeah, I I have a vague memory of uh, Jim Carrey like looking at a guy's hand to see if he had like a Super Bowl ring right, or yeah. something, and uh, and the guy thinking that he was like looking Checking at his, his wiener, job. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I do remember that. But then the guy's into it. Oh, is he? I th- oh, yeah. And then he like young gay brain. He trans- minces like, after mm-hmm, him or he something. He minces oh. after yeah. him. And my brain was like, I don't think this movie's aimed at my audience. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then we have the we it's g- transphobia year on the podcast. We're yeah. going to be covering a lot of transphobic movies. Mrs. Doubtfire. We got a. Uh, we had a little Other bit ones? of Gremlins too. Oh yeah, a little, a little bit. bit, I guess. Um, and now we're gonna have uh, Ace Ventura, which the whole twist relies pretty on. Pretty sure weird... the whole third act is gonna be yeah. a little cringe, really uncomfortable. Well, it's gonna be cringeworthy because because it's like you know Jim Carrey never turns off, and it's just yeah. like whatever. Like Ernest Robin Williams, it's the opposite for me with Jim Carrey. Like really funny Jim Carrey just sends willies down my spine. It just mm. creeps me out. Wait, Don't say you send mean, willies you mean down my when, spine. Inchworm penises. <laughs> When you find him funny, you're you're disturbed. No, when or, he is trying to be funny, when he is air okay. quotes, it's just like funny. really like ten out of eleven. I'm like, or eleven out of ten. I'm like, <laughs> this is too much. It's making me uncomfortable because you're trying so hard. Yeah, your face is contorting into weird ways. Sure, this this movie also has a moment which like seems obvious in retrospect that it had to happen at some point, but where he's fighting with Finkel as the like. When so, Ray Finkel is the mm-hmm. uh, the, the villain quarterback, yeah, the, or the yeah, kicker, or whatever, laces yeah. out, who Dan. becomes Einhorn, uh, Lois Einhorn, and they're oh, you, f- oh, you really I, got it they're, down. They're fight. I've seen this movie <laughs> a lot of times. They're fighting at some point, and he's you know doing all his rubber face mm-hmm. Jim Carrey stuff, and she grabs him by the lower, like by his mouth, uh, like by his uh-huh. lower jaw, and drags him out of frame, and it's like. I see why they did that because he's always got his mouth like open as, but it's also like, I still sometimes have visions of that. And I'm like, Oh, that makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) Don't they, they also, uh, have some sort of romantic or sexual something they kiss or at least yeah she because there's also then the transphobic dry heaving of Jim Carrey later on. Oh yeah. 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 This movie's going to be just a treasure Ugh. trove of uncomfortableness. Yeah. I feel like... And Courtney Cox. And Courtney <laughs> Cox. I forgot she's the love interest. I forgot 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pre-Friends, right? This would be pre or the same year as Friends maybe debuting? Yeah. Maybe around the same time. Yeah. She wasn't making Friends money yet. Oh, no. She had to be on camera with early Jim Carrey. Yeah. (laughs) Although... I have a lot of respect for Jim Carrey's like later oh, yeah. stuff, sure. and like Man on the Moon and Eternal Sunshine, Eternal Sunshine. Oh yeah, sure. The Majestic. Um, I think <laughs> <laughs> the very idea, <laughs> um, uh, the very idea of appreciating that movie—it's absurd. But yeah, I you know but, I feel like once he found a way to like take that and tone it into a character, which I think he finally fa- figured out how to do with the Truman Show. Yeah. It just... Yes. I was like, okay, this is how this character can work for me, but... And that's why I'm sort of like, he is the opposite of Robin Williams. Robin Williams being funny, I like. Ernest Robin, Robin Williams makes me uncomfortable. Mm. And for Jim Carrey, it's the exact opposite. Okay. But it's just the... Isn't it more the tone of Robin Williams' voice? Where he's whispering. He's, he's sort of whispering. whispering. Yeah. You guys want to watch the movie? Yeah, I do want to watch the movie. I want to watch the movie. I also would like to watch this movie. Oh, it's, we have a quorum then. As of the recording of this podcast, it's on Hulu. Can't speak to the future. I can't do it anymore. Who can? Anyway, watch the movie with us. We'll be back in a sec. Special guest Jacob Grimm is going to tell you about our Patreon page at patreon.com slash you're in a an idiot. Yeah, I am. Um, tell um, tell them how much you love being a patron of the podcast. Man, do I love being a patron of this podcast? <laughs> um, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why I do it. Um, which is because uh, <laughs> 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 um, I have nothing better to do with my money. Um, <laughs> Just give it to old friends. <laughs> I was really hoping it was going to be like a touching, like PBS. Yeah. yeah. Here's the reason I support PBS. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. I, I Ira Glass once called me on the phone and <laughs> guilted me into doing it. Um. But uh, by going on Patreon.com and looking up your inner child is an idiot, you can find a way to give a buck, give five bucks, give. Whatever increment uh, you would like and get your name read on the show. Yeah. Have DJ come give you personal massages. I mean, um, if yeah. Damon, the price is right. Damon, um, it, uh, for a fee of, I think, $12 per episode. Uh, we'll check on that. 20 yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> Damon will um, dance for you. That's true. He will. He will. And yeah. no, and you'll be very uncomfortable. Well, it's twelve dollars per move because there won't be any, there won't be any music. I'll just be dancing silently. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, there will be nice eye contact. Oh, prolonged. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you have you <laughs> have you ever been dancing and somebody's like looking right at you? It's it's, it's super creepy. I mean, once I was a patron of the podcast. Yes. Oh, I mean, <laughs> with your twelve, you gave your own money to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Worth it. Patreon.com slash your inner child is an idiot, and you can be as happy as Jacob Graham. Oh my god, I'm so happy. <laughs> it solved all my problems. Do you guys do you guys wanna just do your favorite uh catchphrase from from this uh, oh. movie? To find favorites. Um, <laughs> do you guys want to do a catchphrase from this movie? 
<laughs> well, actually, should we let's start? Mine is. It's a lot of guitar riffs. Lot. Yeah. Uh, let's wait. Uh, I guess I mind uh, the only one I captured. I counted all the all right events. I won't uh-huh. reveal the results until the end. Well, and I, I counted kept all the all right events. I kept track of the who 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 hoosers. And I enjoyed the movie like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> I like data. Um, uh, should we let her have? He uh, means our the character special from guest? Star Trek. Do you want to recap this? Do you want to recap this movie, Jacob Grimm? Yeah, sure. I I will recap this movie. Um, Ace Ventura is a pet detective. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. And, now I see it. Now and I see it. We open in the movie to find him on the case of finding a Shizu, um, and he finds it and gets it and, and establishes himself as a pet detective. <laughs> a man. Before that point, pet. you had to Just, take no, you wouldn't have I was known. on the fence. You I was known. on the fence. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they establish that he is, in fact, this pet detective. Um, and he lands a big case mm-hmm. um, with the Miami Dolphins, who are... Short one mascot, one <laughs> mascot named Snowflake, who is a dolphin, and Ace Ventura is hired to go find this dolphin mascot, and I guess you could call it a pet. I guess. Yeah. 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 There um, aren't many mascot detectives, so, so yeah. you ha- sort of have to round down. Yeah. Follow, follows the, yeah. I, w- I would say um, there is a... There is a burgeoning love interest with the woman, Courtney Cox, who hires I'll say. Ace Noted Ventura. Woman. <laughs> Courtney um, Cox. There is animosity between the um, titular pet detective <laughs> and, <laughs> and the police force. Yes. Um, particularly with the lieutenant. Yes, lieutenant. Lieutenant. Lois uh, Einhorn. Lois Einhorn, who... who uh, it grows to be more and more of a villain uh, throughout the story. Um, like Catwoman, one might say. <laughs> and uh, after a exhaustive search uh, for the player, he's narrowed it down to a player of the 84 world of, of uh, the AFC champion, AFC Dolphins. championship yeah. Dolphins game. AFC champions also known as Super Bowl losers. Yes. Yes. Yeah, correct. Well, not always, but well, yeah, case. I guess what's the other one? NFC. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but if you're going by AFC champion, we know that you are the Super Bowl loser. Right. Yeah. Right, we right, were right. the AFC yeah, champions. Yeah, other, that otherwise year. you'd say Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, and uh, he, his main clue is that there is a gem that he has found that is from the winning uh, the ring yeah. ring mm-hmm. from the championship, and uh, antics ensue as he I'll, uh, say. I'll say tries to find who has the missing gem on their ring. Um, and then the the movie ends with um, Lois. <laughs> Einhorn, Lieutenant uh, uh, Lois Einhorn, uh, turns out to be not just any man, but uh, Ray Finkel. Ray Finkel, who missed the very, very important championship kick, mm-hmm. laces out, Dan. Would have won them the Super Bowl. Yep. Went nuts after after losing that and 
becoming uh, really uh, despised in his hometown. Yes. Um, which I'm sure we'll get into. But and, loving parents. Yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty doting parents, seemingly. <laughs> really good folks. Yeah. Really good folks. Um, a sports nut, huh? <laughs> Don't steal um, my line. <laughs> so, uh, yes, Ace Ventura finds the Ray snowflake. Assume, assumes the identity identity of a missing hiker, Lois Einhorn. And now, as low as I'll get to my questions later. Okay. okay. By all means, continue. Oh, um, after a big final fight. Well, not the final <laughs> fight. We'll get into that. Um, uh, but the uh, oh. big fight that happens at the end of the movie. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it wraps up. <laughs> no, that's good. And good. it wraps up. And I think Dan Marino died. If memory serves. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Um, I believe uh, he might have died of uh, gonorrhea and <laughs> rotted in hell. Uh, <laughs> Parents got her. His mom got her wish. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, that was a good recap. That yeah, was a good recap. Yeah, thanks. It was yeah. my first one. We should have you call in and do all the recaps. <laughs> oh, maybe. Maybe. Um, okay, so I have a question. Okay, please. Lois Einhorn, yes. the hiker who the real went, went missing, I guess so. Okay. Was she a police detective as well? I feel like instead of hiker, they would have said, well, I guess anybody can be a hiker, right? Yeah, it's not a, you don't have to like register. I guess maybe, but then they would have. I don't think so because then they would have known. Like because all the police, the police, police force would have known. Right. So I think she just. So we just assume the identity of some rando lady and then went through the ranks of the police. Of the Miami she police. She put in the work. She, yeah, she had ten years. She's got yeah. the chops. Yeah. Put her in, coach. I feel I like lieutenant in ten years is pretty good. I don't know. Yeah. She also gets uh, good work out of everyone. I mean, they're a little scared of her, but you know, yeah. sometimes that's what you need to do to get get work out of people. It they is want to stand around to and be make feared jokes than loved. Mm. Does that they want to make you? jokes at a small business owner's Machiavelli. expense. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that is a good question. I think it's one of those things that you need to not think too hard about. My assumption is that. Ray Finkel saw the article about the missing hiker, assumed that identity, and it was somewhere else, like in Collier County where he's from or something, and then moved back to Miami. I don't know how far away Dade County is, but – or Miami, wherever Miami Dade. Um, But it would be weird if he just showed up and was like, yeah, I'm Lois Einhorn. And they'd be like, "Uh, no, you're not. Right. And with the express purpose of kidnapping a dolphin and Dan Marino. Yeah. Ten years after the fact. Well, I don't. It was. It was just whenever they went back to the Super Bowl. I think so. It took them that oh, long to get okay. back to the Super Bowl. And it's she, not an and easy she thing, had Damon. to be in the police for the reason of what? <sighs> that is a fair question. Maybe she had. Obviously, she has some instincts. You know, some. She's pretty good uh, enough to become lieutenant. Yeah, I mean, she's solving other cases, presumably, (laughs) without any skullduggery or or villainousness. Uh, Yeah, she had to have... I mean, she built a new life for herself. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Are we to assume that Ray Finkel is actually trans or is just assuming a woman's identity for the purpose of villainy? I feel like you wouldn't... I feel like a sex change is... A pretty big step for only a disguise. Revenge. Well, he did get top surgery. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's extreme 
unless you're already trans. And presumably also facial right? surgery as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I guess the, the close-up, I was reading the trivia, apparently the close-up photo of Ray Finkel is Sean Young with... Right. I think I, I noticed that the eyes kind of looked 94 Photoshop. Okay. Right, yeah. Well, and um, this actually gets at a question that I had, which is that when the big reveal comes with, oh, this is Ray Finkel, she's a man yeah. kind of thing, Yeah. every one of the police officers in the room are all like spitting okay let's let's so, hold, hold on let's let's wait for the transphobia <laughs> discussion because that's gonna be a big thing we got to get through all i this feel like we're stuff. already okay. dancing near it i mean okay. if we want to just jump to it we can no let's save it i like a good okay. uh, oh. f- climax well can yeah. we talk about some things that we liked sure we um, can talk about because there things. were things that i liked in this movie or or that i like looked at and i was like i was like yeah i can see why i thought that was funny when i was 13. I giggled many times. Yeah, there yeah. were a few giggles. Um, many, Damon. <laughs> so, like that. At the very beginning of the story, he goes to his apartment and his uh, landlord is like, there better not be any animals in there. And he's like, oh, you know, opens the door. There are no warning, animals. He gives a warning jiggle and all mm-hmm. his animals yeah. hide. Yeah. And then as soon as the guy leaves, he stretches out his arms. and He's like, come to me, my furry friends. And, yeah. and they all come out. And there's a... A seal that comes out of a toilet. I believe that's an otter. I believe it was an otter, but yes, it's still Fuck all the <laughs> there is, there, Aquatic mammal. <laughs> there is a squirrel that comes out of a can of nuts. Uh-huh. A On penguin brand. that comes out of a freezer. freezer, like yeah, a freezer cooler yeah. It had a doggy sort. door on the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found it charming. I, I, I liked all the animals coming out. At, yeah. There were there were some good. There's a lot of of this, but like the he begins, he's posing as like a UPS driver. It's not UPS; it's what HPS or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's clearly like dressed like a UPS guy, and he's just kicking a package all around. And it's like, who is he doing this for? Like, <laughs> ob- and obviously the answer is he's doing this for the us, the, us, the audience. But it's like, my, immediately it was just like, why would he be doing this? But there was a FedEx woman the other day <laughs> who I, I pulled up into the driveway. I was away running an errand or something. I came back and she was delivering a package onto my front porch. And so I pulled up like as she was about to drop it on my front porch and she just tossed it like in the most intentionally careless way you possibly could. She didn't just like, you know, like a way where you're like, I'm not jumping up those steps. I'm just right. going to throw it. She went like. End over end, intentionally the most damaging way she could, like through a Like she didn't want to go up the steps, so she just tossed it onto your porch? Yeah, but not in a way that was like, oh, I don't want to go up there. It was like, she was fuck you, package. Herself. It was like, yes, watch this. Yes, exactly. And she, so she like flipped it, and it went, kr-dun, kr-dun. she turns around, and I pull into the driveway <laughs> and lock eyes with her, and I just hold my hands up like, what the fuck? And then she just looks away and walks yeah. to her van. I was just like, come the fuck on. So... Did you get that on china brand. I sent you? Did you get that china set I got you? <laughs> By the way, I have some bad news. <laughs> it was bone china, DJ. Okay, um <laughs> I I've thought about this this question of who is he doing this for? Yeah. And it's obviously us the audience, right, but right, right. but um it looks like he's kind of amusing himself. And again, when he sneaks off 
uh, this is one of the well-known scenes right before he's comes out of the bathroom and he's soaking wet and torn pants and he, right, he's right, like, right. oh, do not go in there. Um, uh, he was also doing all of these like hijinks. Yeah. Like on his way, fake and, Mission Impossible, like, exactly. and playing the Mission Impossible right. scene, and, and he's, he's by like, himself. He's right. like doing it for anyone that you can see. Um, and I think that, I, like, at that point, I was like, "Oh, he's just a weird guy." Yes, he, right. and, yeah. I'm and, starting to think this Ace Ventura character is a weird guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I didn't find it like remarkably unbelievable that he would be doing all these things even though there was no one to look at him i was like oh he's a weird guy who amuses himself right by doing all these funny little yeah. you know things and and i was totally cool with that i did like the mission impossible uh tiptoeing mm-hmm. um it seems like something i would do when i was eight when right I thought exactly that i was yeah. in a tv show mm-hmm. of my own making yeah um, he's, pl- he's playing make-believe yeah, yeah it's fun um I like that. I mean, I think they, 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 not a great job, but I think they do a, a, a okay job of portraying him like as with a legitimate love for animals, which is kind of charming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't like hanging around humans, which ex- somewhat explains why he's an asshole to almost everyone he meets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, while we're on the subject of that party, though, I'm just going to jump to one of my favorite things ever <laughs> is. That at that this are at a very fancy party of like a patron of the dolphins. I don't remember the guy's name, but they they walk past like a string quartet, and he just yanks the elbow of the cello player. So it's like it's just so stupid and so funny. And uh, I still find that funny. That was my favorite part when I was little, and it still is my favorite part. Okay, okay. So this movie might be. Partially why I had no idea what sex is for a really long time. Oh, yeah. Because there are two scenes in particular that I'm thinking of. So yes. In the very beginning of the movie, he recovers the shih tzu that we were talking about. And the the woman doesn't pay him. She gives him a blowjob, basically. She's like, "Can is there any way I can repay you? And, of course, it's, you know, a whatever, PG, PG-13 movie. And so, like, she just goes out of camera. Right. Uh, below camera level. And then he just, like, holds on to, like, the, the hall of the door jam or whatever. And then is just swinging around. <laughs> and did you notice that he makes almost some of the same motions when he's being attacked by the shark? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was, like, the same... It's a good point. So, and then later, that he he's in bed with Courtney Cox, and they're just like you know they're under the sheets, and it's just like wild. They're yeah. like kicking mm-hmm. lamps over, and of course, all the animals are in the room. Gross. Um, they didn't have a choice yep. in that. Well, they that's were, why I like that Tippy leaves. She's like, you know, yeah. you're doing your thing. Let's. I'm just gonna. This go is have Damon's a smoke cat. Somewhere. By yeah, the way, I, I've met. Okay. Oh, he's met Tippy. Oh, okay. Um, we're friends. <laughs> close friends. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's one of those, it, it's a similar reaction I have when I listen to sometimes rap songs where I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about right Like now. jumping on my D and you're like, <laughs> jumping? <laughs> no. Come on now. Sir. Sir. Uh, this also, though, uh, you pointed out that you get the feeling that Jim Carrey was involved in the screenplay because he right. has sex with many a woman that would never have sex with at least that iteration of Jim Carrey. Three times ace. I'm sorry, I must be tired. Yeah, okay. All right. Gross. It's funny because I, I never noticed that until I've just realized lately, like, oh, this has to be written by a man. <laughs> well, I mean, we can also lump Lois Einhorn into that as well because she uh, makes out with Jim Carrey as well in a very almost inexplicable – it seemed like it existed. I mean, 
I'm getting into the transphobia again, but like it almost existed just so that when he realized that she was a man, he would have a reason to be even more disgusted Mm -hmm. with her not being her, I don't know, assigned at birth gender or however I would phrase that is for Lois Einhorn. Yeah. Deeply realized trans character. (laughs) Well, and, and the thing is, it wasn't like he enjoyed the kiss to begin with. Like, he already right. was like, no, don't like you. You're a disgusting human being, and I right. don't want to be around you. And then it's like, oh, she's a For man, and now reasons. he has to, like, get a plunger on his face. Right. And, like, yeah. you know, it, it was like, it was like, isn't it kind of worse that she's somebody that you just don't like? And right. <laughs> This, like, plays into that, like, the... The fear of transphobic people that I guess we're just going to talk about this. Now. We're just talking okay. about it now. Uh, talk about it. Um, well, that way we can end on happier things, maybe. But <laughs> I don't know. I haven't. Have you seen my list? Uh, um, but like, it gets into like the the. I think one of the reasons that people are so kind of fearful of the trans community is is that like this fear of being tricked or something, right, which of course like tricked into having sex with them. I don't want to say no, because you know, there are assholes everywhere, but there are almost zero people anywhere that that's the goal. They're right. not trying to, I'm sure some evil person somewhere, that's what they're trying to do. But like no one is trying to do <laughs> Only that. Only in soap operas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's mostly fictional people. Right. And that, I think that is a use to justify then someone's own attraction to a trans person and then they can say well they tricked me i can beat the shit out of them now. right yeah it's which it's, coincidentally is what ace ventura then does to lois Einhorn yeah the, i mean she is the villain of the movie but it seems like a it seems gleeful in its beating of her especially because she's mostly unconscious during the end yeah, yeah she's, she's kind of just kind of wobbling clothes. yeah it's very weird and the whole thing is i mean it's not like this movie this movie wasn't like the most horribly misogynistic thing ever, but it's pretty misogynistic anyway, just in its tone. And then you sort of like pile that on top of the sort of transphobia and homophobia that's trickled in. And it really kind of adds up as the movie goes along. Right. Yeah. Can I say, and, and we can cut this out if, (laughs) if it's like completely off, but I think that in the movie, I don't think it was so much transphobic um as as homophobic because i think they set it up so that ray finkel's character because she wants to she kisses so many men right in this and then when they find out she's a man the entire police force who are snowflake are yeah all of them every (laughs) single one of them like spit and they're like and i'm wondering if that's because it's alluding to the fact that she's had some sort of kissing with all oh, of right. these yeah, men. That is what I took. That's what like she's, and so that the interaction actually, with Ace that she had is exactly what she's had with all the other Including the dolphin. And, Please. And a dolphin, yeah. like all trans people, are always after maritime mammals. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and what I would say is that that leads me to believe that they're saying she be- she became a woman not because she was trans but because she was actually gay and looking for a way to like smooch on all the guys well, I, think I would, no. I think I would say both. ace ventura would not the writers of ace ventura would not see a difference yeah okay. like to yes. them like they're like ah oh, yeah gay people trans people whatever you get the idea but i mean i think the movie does like equate the two so that lois einhorn yes. is a man who dresses like women who wants to uh, 
who wants to make out with guys all yeah, the time. Yeah, it's a similar and thing. And force herself on guys all the time. It's, it's kind of like thing. Frankenfurter from yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocky Horror. We talked about that. it's just like a, an amalgam of all queerness. Exactly. Just mm-hmm. rolled yeah. into one thing. It's that and a little bit in Mrs. Doubtfire as well, where it's like, yeah, you know the queer shit. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like, what are you... <laughs> What are you afraid of? Oh, all of it. Okay. Oh, just all of it? Great. Anything that's not a football watch. Except for that delightful Harvey Firestein. He is great. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire loved him. Yes. Um, it's it's pretty ugly, especially, and it's more stark to me. It, it, it never really sat right. Like, the way that, like, Mrs. Doubtfire went right over my head. But even when I watched this, I remember being like, this is kind of weird. This whole end thing. Right. And I didn't know why. And now I definitely know why. It's because it's bad <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i i remember uh when i was watching it i remember re-watching it as a kid when we mm-hmm. rented it i we watched it with my parents which was uncomfortable because of the two sex scenes already described mm-hmm. yeah um and then the tucking reveal which uh-huh. is always so uncomfortable to watch with my parents right but um i also was very unco- i was very confused by the tucking when i was a kid because I didn't realize that she was tucking, something I know about now. Thank you, RuPaul's Drag Race. But uh, what I thought was had happened, she had, because I, I was an idiot as a child, I thought she had cut off her penis, but kept it in her yeah. pants. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I definitely Which, I mean, in my defense, also seems like something that Ace Ventura would assume <laughs> trans women do. Yeah. yeah, they probably carry it around with them. <laughs> um, but I remember rewatching this movie again, like the next day before we had to send it back to, uh, you know, it's Showtime video in Goodlitzville, Tennessee. Of course. Um, and like because do. I liked, I wanted to follow the mystery from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and piece it together. Um, your gun you, is pressing into your my gun thigh. is pressing into me. The apples and she, banana on her. She has desk. Uh, two apples and a banana in a classic. I uh, didn't cock and balls, uh, situation. Um, and also what also this time was something I don't think I remember picking up on when I was a kid, but this time watching it during the kidnapping scene of uh, Snowflake, mm. um, the person who is there, uh, presumably Ray Finkel, is very male-bodied. It's not yeah. yes. Lois Einhorn. It is someone, a man with, or a male-bodied person with a Super Bowl ring. Two yeah. men. Yeah, we, all right. Well, the, uh, a henchman her, and yeah. the the, yeah. the villain, Boo Hiss. <laughs> it's very weird. Yeah. So it, I don't know if the, sh- the movie even might think that she goes between these two identities back and forth. I don't know. I'm starting to think I shouldn't have done my queer studies uh, on this movie <laughs> class based around Ace Ventura. So what do you think, <laughs> since we're on the sort of combination transphobia, homophobia thing, what what do you, what, what was your thought as a gayman uh, about the- <laughs> As min- a registered gayman. <laughs> about the mincing former Oh, the, 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 the ring investigation? Yes. I remember as a kid being uncomfortable by that. Yeah. Well, regardless of your- uh, your sexual leanings, you sh- should not be checking out someone's <laughs> junk at a urinal. That's fucked up. Right. Rude. Um, what if... Never mind. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, should I be using chloroform on someone? Yes. <laughs> That's fine. Should you be pretending to be a mentally ill person to break into people's belongings? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Um, if it's for a dolphin. It's one of those things about, like, growing up queer is that you will remember every little instance like that, every, like, uh, relative who said something, not at you, but just, just generally general. homophobic. Yeah, yeah. You'll just remember it for all time. And, I mean, that's one of those things where I'm like, oh, yeah, the mincing football player. Was that a real football player, though? A lot, I think some of those guys, they definitely had, like, Don Shula. I assume they were I, all mostly real, at least. I think at least some of them were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know about all of them. 
if it was a real football player, I might take points back because I was like, wow, he really committed himself to being portrayed as gay in 1994. Congratulations, unnamed <laughs> Miami Dolphins player. Yeah. Just kidding. It's homophobic. Yeah, still still bad. Yeah. And it also plays into the stereotype that homo- homosexuals are just going to, you know, fuck you in bathrooms. Whether you want to or not. Is as that, you run away screaming. Is that not true? <laughs> 75% of the time, no. <laughs> so I feel like the plurality is on my side. Uh, let's talk about, since we're, we've covered how... Now that we've had fun <laughs> with all the transphobia and homophobia. I'm going to keep going on my favorite parts. When he does the uh, singing reveal with the glass door, and then he closes the yeah, door. Yeah. That was a bit I did all the time as a kid. <laughs> okay. I can see little DJ doing that bit as a kid. Mm-hmm. Any other favorites? I will give you my favorite. I think it's probably the only part where I, I, there are, I will not deny that I giggled a few times, but the part where I legitimately laughed, um, was I missed her name, but, uh, the woman who plays Ray Finkel's mom, Ray Finkel's mom. Yeah. Yeah. AKA the librarian from Ghostbusters, (laughs) AKA that woman who was in Tu Wong Fu. Thanks for everything. Julie Newmar. Uh, she plays his mom, his mom, and she's maybe a little in denial that Ray Finkel's ever coming home. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but she's very sweet. She's a tiny little lady. She makes uh, cookies, football-shaped cookies, that? little footballs. It's <laughs> another one of my for for uh, for Ace Ventura. And she, then she breaks like being such a sweetie, and she says, "Dan Marino should die of gonorrhea and rot in hell." <laughs> Cookie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then later, when they enter Ray Finkel's bedroom, which is just r- all over the walls, <laughs> is written "laces out, laces out, die, die, die Dan, Dan Marino." Die. Uh, and just like, you know, little makeshift um, voodoo dolls of Dan Marino. And she just goes, what a sports nut, huh? <laughs> Which one is funny because obviously he's a serial killer. But secondly, he's a professional football player. Of course he's a sports nut. <laughs> Do you have any more favorites, Jacob? Um, I will say that I actually did not remember the butt talking. Wow. Oh, wow. You I, came out of this unscathed. I, would yeah. say. I I did not remember the butt talking. Damon's remembering these bits like PTSD flashbacks, <laughs> and you just walked in no, there yep. not remembering that. Yeah. Oh, he um, talks with well, his butt. Okay. You had mentioned it before we watched the movie, yeah. and I didn't say anything because I was like, that sounds like something I should have remembered. <laughs> But I, a, that's why you gave me such a polite laugh. But I, I right, yeah. Normally, norm. You can tell when I'm faking a laugh because when I'm not faking a laugh, I'm like, Mah! like I'm just so loud. Yeah, I didn't remember it, and I didn't find it that funny. Well, hmm. you are a 37 year old man, so I don't think that has anything to do with it. Earlier today, I laughed something about my butt so like you know but i you're not gonna tell us if you want to know <laughs> donate to patreon.com slash your inner child is um i episode <laughs> i thought <laughs> um you can get this episode animal style um, uh i thought that the butt talking would be a lot stronger if he had pulled down his pants and had like little googly eyes sure, on sure. the butt and then but through the pants no i mean that was not funny guys can we uh set it up get tone loke and and uh jim carrey in here and try this again yeah <laughs> so this again we didn't some notes everyone i also there's two other things that really made me laugh oh sunflower seeds 
Oh. That's pretty funny, although disgusting. Yeah. He Oh, go ahead. No, you go. I got oh, one. Uh, so when Ace goes into the office of Courtney Cox and he's first learning about Snowflake the Dolphin, um, he just starts eating sunflower seeds and like going, and like putting the shells on her on desk, her desk. Yeah. like physically like pulling them out of his mouth, yes, just like gathering them on his lips and then, then rubbing his fingers together so yeah. they fall yep. off. Yeah, really as gross as possible. Yeah, and I, I will not. Eat. <laughs> I, I will not eat sunflower seeds. Even when I was a kid, I was like, it's gross. You're spitting on the ground. It is it's, gross. it's gross. Like Logan's Steakhouse, where they have the peanut shells all over Ugh. the floor. It's it's disgusting. I don't like that at all. I don't like that. I'm yeah. sitting in refuse. I am crossing off gross sunflower seeds <laughs> on my list. The other bits that made me laugh were the the slow mo bit when he's oh, pretending to funny. be yeah he does like the uh, like slow mo catching a football thing at the, at the uh, the, uh, mental the mental mental institution yeah mental institution and uh, it's that's still pretty funny and then also when he's and well done I will it is he it does was, the backwards talking amazingly well yep and, and backwards then, moving which is hard to nail yeah he does backwards moving very well and then the uh, when he's infiltrating. Uh, Einhorn Finkel's lair. He takes a boat for about three feet, and he has like one of those personal fans, and he uses it to move like the little. It's like a little like air, like dinghy like kind a of propeller. Boat. Yeah, with like pretending like he's a propeller, but he moves like three feet and then gets on. To yeah, God, that's okay. funny. I laughed. I think that's the hardest I laughed in the yeah. entire movie is when that happened. I laughed knowing it was coming up. Damon was like, right, "What are you like, even what are you laughing, laughing at?" I, I forgot. It's just yeah. people standing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was, I think, my favorite part of the entire movie. The sunflower seeds, though, made me think, like, is Ace Ventura supposed to be liked by me, a random Joe audience member or Jane audience member? Mm. Um, That's a good question. Do you think that they developed this character in hopes that the audience – I mean, he's the hero, so you want people to be on his side, but he is – at various times, like such an asshole right. to total strangers for no reason. He and also, at some point, catches a bullet in his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> so like, so I know. I mean, I know why. Literally, they did it. It's like a funny, stupid bit, right? Uh, or like they did it as a goof. But it's also like, is he a superhero? Does he have was, powers? That was probably one of the few jokes where I'm like, I feel like you sort of crossed like a not crossed the line offensively, but crossed a line of like. Cartoonish. This was sort of like cartoonish, but somewhat believable. And you've crossed into like, oh, is he just like a living cartoon now? That he and it was just like sort of do late. Anything? It was late in the movie. It's like third yeah. act. Like yeah. and and that's why it was so weird. I was like, I yeah. feel like we established the rules of this character, and yeah. now you've thrown like he can catch bullets in his teeth while driving. Yeah. I don't um. I mean, it's not like a make or break moment. Many things broke this movie, but that was not the. It was just a weird like, huh seems odd no how long had this how long had it been before this movie that do you remember the movie about um the uh it's a young black man and he becomes like the last dragon i think that might be the name of the movie and he's like protecting some pop star and he catches a bullet in his teeth and i wondered if they were referencing Mm, that wait i don't remember this movie all i'm thinking of is uh what is that eddie murphy movie 
the last emperor? Oh, yeah, the not, child it's emperor? not that. Okay. Yeah. The golden... Golden child? Golden child? Gold... I don't know! I'm not I sure. I don't know. I don't but know that one does have Tywin Lannister in it. Oh. Charles Dance. Uh, oddly? Speaking of... the dance. Speaking of superpowers or lack thereof... You're doing great. Keep going. Is Sean Young bad at acting? Is that... Who we is decide? Sean Young? She's uh, Einhorn. Oh! Yeah, she was really, like, weird and She's stiff and... Very bad in this. And not. I'm not was... saying she had enough to work with or anything, but she's... Uh, she's probably given the most backstory in a way. She yeah. does less with what she has than Tone Loke which, in this movie, <laughs> which is... And Dan Marino. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dan no, Marino, that's... I feel like she maybe outacts Dan Marino even in this a little bit, but... <laughs> Do you think that her character should have been more caustic? Like, I don't... It was just... She was just sort of... I don't know. It felt like they were like, we're like, just going to get the lighting right just to I do your lines real quick. And then she would, it would felt like high school brand acting. I was just kind of like, I get that you're supposed to be a villain. And I know that's a cartoonish movie, but I don't know. There's something like weird about her, the way she went after mm-hmm. it. And it's possible that she's just not that good. I mean, I've only seen Blade Runner in this. And then what else has she been in that I've seen? No one and knows. Blade Runner is so weird that it almost doesn't count. And she literally plays a goddamn robot. Yeah. So that, that kind of fits. <laughs> Well, she was she was kind of robotic in this. Not, yeah, that's. Not, I mean, that's yeah, kind of but, true. Yeah. Um, Did she come from modeling? Could know. be. All I know yeah. about Sean Young is she's in this. She's in Blade Runner, and she wanted to be Catwoman so bad that she stalked Tim Burton. Shut and up. He had to have her removed from this from the 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 studio lot. No really? way. Yeah. Wow. What uh, she how, came to? I don't know what he was doing at how, the time. But how she came, did you find this information? It's sort of a story about her. It's like a, a like well, yeah, a stripes that I made. She was up. in stripes. <laughs> oh, I've stripes. never seen. She was okay. good in stripes. Okay. as far as I can tell, okay. uh, it's been a long time. But that would have been ten years before this, right? Stripes. Yeah. Bill Murray, nineteen eighty-one. Um, yeah, she she came dressed as Catwoman. Um, she Ooh. would not leave Tim Burton alone, what? and he had to have her removed. Not professional at all. No, it wasn't a good look, I don't think. <laughs> I know, I'll show up to the movie set wearing the costume. I, I'm trying to think, also, she cast. might have gone on, because Joan Rivers had a talk show, she might have also gone on Joan Rivers dressed as Catwoman. I'm, I'm, I've been crossing things off as we go, and I have a That's comment, a I have a comment, uh... Towards Tell the Doug, end, you're doing a great job. Where <laughs> it says Damon was right. Fifty percent of this movie is Jim Carrey in nonsense language, <laughs> like it, it, and just doing the like backwards, yeah, uh, yeah. rewinding thing. And he's just Making he's just always and, like, yeah. um, and so Damon, yes, congratulations, yes. you were right. I've hey. been waiting for this day. <laughs> Um, yes. It feels like, I mean, just sort of getting at Jim Carrey in general, it feels like I'm watching someone, like, if you had audition. made a video of you and your friends impersonating Jim Carrey, I feel like, I I felt like I was watching a movie where I'm like, I don't get these jokes between these friends. It felt like a lot of inside jokes <laughs> It's like listening to this else. podcast. It probably feels like what you're feeling like right now. <laughs> I kind of feel like, and and one of you said this uh, about it was his me. mannerisms. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't know. Um, that uh, Jim Carrey kind of took this role and, like, put in all of his, like, antics and mannerisms and these very 
um, exaggerated uh, facial expressions yeah. and stuff like that. Right. Um, but why? Oh, I will say I don't. <laughs> It doesn't make it pleasant to watch, <laughs> but it makes it engaging in a way. Yeah, uh, it's a good point. Like, it I'm makes not, it into a character. They're I not, can't imagine yeah. what the character would have been outside of that. That's the thing. Is like they're not. Although all, I'd love to see what Alan Rickman would have done with <laughs> according to or Rick Moranis. <laughs> they're they're not all home runs, but I don't know what's left if you took all those out. Like it's. Uh, what you know what i mean i imagine the, if you took all the losers out the movie would be at least 10 minutes shorter well they had to add those in to get up to a 100 page <laughs> script so um i can tell you don't exactly. tell us yet. no wait we're not yet, saving not yet. it not yet we're saving the count um is there anything else before we get to the count and the uh, i wanted to get into my ptsd oh please like a glove mm-hmm. that's a that's a one he, that you, which he that's when I had the shivers like when you were called. a glove. Uh-huh. Um, Thank you for which he it. says when parking his car. Right. Correct. And if I'm not back in five minutes, Keep wait longer. Leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I used that those one were, as a kid. I mean, I think I liked that one as a kid myself. Yeah. 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 What do you think? If you just had to guess, what uh, do you think would win? I think because I don't have his her. number, and I don't. Ha- he I think Lahu's or her got said more. It seemed like I noticed that happening more. Alrighty, then had like a. Its heyday was the beginning of the film. <laughs> mm-hmm. Act one is when the loser happened, happened throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. If this had chapter headings, the first act would be called Alrighty. Alrighty then. then. Act three would be loser. Lahu. <laughs> <laughs> Zahar. Uh, so given that, uh, Dave, do you want to take a guess at each? Oh, I have no idea. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say, who's a her? I'm going to say <laughs> 12. All right. And alrighty then I'm going to say nine. Okay. Okay. Um, Jacob, you're our guest. Why don't go you ahead. go first? Okay. Um, I counted the who's and, uh, DJ was close. It was, Ten and a half. Oh, right, because oh, right. he starts to say it, and then he's interrupted. Yeah. yeah. Um, but at one, at one point, I was, that? like, marking Fast and Furious because he was exiting the police yeah, and he kept <laughs> station after, like, schooling them all. And he, yeah. Yeah. He just kept saying it. Yeah. Uh, is the half Lahooser, is that when he realizes that Einhorn and Finkel might be the same person? I, yes. He's like, Lahoo. Then he just stops. I got it now. <laughs> uh, um, you're what do right. we have on uh, the... Alrighty then. Uh, we only got oh, up to uh, six. Alrighties then. Okay. Alrighties then. I apologize. Like attorneys general. Yeah. Uh, that is only six. We six. Only got six. Okay. I was correct at least about the volume. Yeah. Um. And the Rahili. Oh. Um. Uh, I think right. I. I think I stopped marking them, but I think as as iconic as as that kind of voice is yeah, i think he only did it like three times he did that a normal amount of times whereas already then we're like you're trying to make this a thing yeah and it worked yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right you guys want to head to the verdict yes right. yeah Before we get to the, our, our verdicts, I oh. think you had a candidate for MVP, the Catherine O'Hara Memorial. Oh, shit. Well, I need you to look oh. up her name, so I have her name. Good point. The Catherine O'Hara MVP uh, Memorial Award. Alice Drummond. Alice Drummond. Alice Drummond is my winner for the Catherine O'Hara Memorial MVP Award. Seconded 
thirded. Okay, it's unanimous. Um, <laughs> she wins. Yeah, she was, and she would also win the Sally Field Award for best scene in the movie. I would say. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I just I love the boat and the and the. Little <laughs> it thing. is. Yeah, that's true. I yeah, but it's also chock full of transphobia. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I can't second that one. Even though I do really love it. Um, all right, now so it's time for the verdict. Jacob, you're our guest. Do you want to go first? So um, basically, the question is: Was your inner child? What did you feel about this movie? Did you like it when you were younger? Um, yes. So then, was your inner child an idiot? <laughs> I my inner child was not an idiot. That's what I'm going to say because I think that this movie was made for 13-year-olds. I was 13 when it came out and and it hit and I never watched it again until today. <laughs> um, because I was so annoyed by friends that kept doing the the thing right, but right. I'm going to say that my inner child was not an idiot and I giggled multiple times during the movie. I'm not saying it's a good movie. I'm saying that it is enjoyable, and I would like you guys to convince me otherwise. If, if oh, should we fight? Oh. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, it depends on what our verdict is, right? I would like Damon to go next, but I, because I feel like we're going to overlap on a lot of things, and you're better at talking than I am. So. <laughs> Damon, uh, my what is inner your child uh, was an idiot. I would say <laughs> I did like this movie as a kid, but like watching again, I'm like, this is not a good movie. It feels like sort of just like, like a. Vanity Project, I guess. I guess I'm trying to remember what Jim Carrey's career was at this point. Was it just it he was just on in living, living color, color yeah. at the time? Right? Yeah, Fireman Bill, uh, Fire, and yeah, Fire Marshal Bill, and and yeah. I mean, I think Farshall. that was his big Farshall. Farshall, come inside. Um, <laughs> that was my famous character, Farshall, <laughs> or his mother calling him inside. Right. I, I well, I play his mother, but I worked to create the character Farshall. They didn't uh, even cast you as Farshall for all that work you put fantasy, in. In my fantasy, I don't even get to be Farshall. You're telling me in your wildest fantasy. <laughs> but I, I don't know. There, there are parts that still make me laugh, and it's kind of an interesting mystery. If, well, I disagree. But then ruined by the fact that there's like weird transphobia in it, and there's like just that. It also very much feels like it's written by a man. Where, yeah, like, yeah. oh, yeah, this uh, gangly, really awkward asshole lays you know three what? women in this movie. Or or lays two women in this movie, and then uh, one is just un- uncontrollably attracted to him, even though she's hated him throughout the entire rest of the movie. Um, okay, well, <laughs> I'm going to pick shit with your answer. Okay, go um, ahead. And and I'm going to start by saying, now, it's funny, because I have I've listened to every episode of this podcast because and now i'm fucking out and i will never <laughs> cancel the again. patreon um yeah are you people trying to say was my inner child an idiot for liking it as a child or am i an idiot to think that it was still a good movie now that i watch it as an adult like like, my inner child was not an idiot because this movie was geared towards children and right. or to teens, you know, and it did that remarkably well. It had the transphobic stuff, which you don't notice until 
Right. You're a little bit out of... Well, the thing so, is... Until you're in 2019. So right. are we looking at it from a children's perspective? Like, was I an idiot for being a child that liked this movie? Or was this movie bad uh, in retrospect with, with all of my Here's adult what I'll faculties? Say. This second is, thing. <laughs> uh, what I will say is, like, the reason... The beginnings of this podcast, I think, came from my Nascent feeling of when. Was the word yeah, that's you were the word. For. I was like, "There's something narcissistic." Uh, was when people told me, "Oh, you haven't seen this movie? You've got to see this movie." I think that's and I'm what like, happened to "Okay, me. I'll go see this movie." And I'm like, "This movie fucking sucks." Have you seen it recently? And they're like, "Oh, but I loved it when I, I was a when kid." I was I'm 14. like, "Who cares? It's okay. the power of nostalgia." Why are you recommending it to me now? Okay. Right. Okay. We're try- we're sort of trying to revisit things because the power of nostalgia is so strong that you can like see something when you were twelve, but when you watch it, it you're wasn't like- any because I mean you you say what's what's the um the thing that you lead in with every time this is your inner child as an idiot where mm-hmm. we watch. He can barely say it when he's I know. I where we watch things. We watch things from uh from when we were kids and see if they were any good. Goodbye, our standards today. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What other standards I, do we have? I, we don't have the standards like, we used to have. And here, here's what I would say. Yeah. With that definition, I still say that this is a this. It, it, my inner child was not an idiot. I I laughed multiple times during the movie. Yeah. It wasn't a good movie, but was it enjoyable to you, watch with my? You friends? covered all this ground. <laughs> you covered all this. <laughs> You're gonna have a big editing job. <laughs> He'll just cut it to, I hated this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I can make you say anything. All right, DJ, break this tie. So here's the thing. Or somehow don't break it. I liked this. Like, I wanted... (laughs) Twist. Because I liked this so much when I was a kid... I, like as I'm watching it, it's goofy and there's a lot of funny little bits. Some of which landed when I was 12 or 13 that did not land now. Mm-hmm. Some of which totally did. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. They're still really funny. But the specter of the the misogyny, the homophobia, the trans the transphobia is so big. I can't I can't ignore it. It's not like it's not like Mrs. Doubtfire where there were like some things that made me really uncomfortable that are regretful about the movie. But, but they're they all were, contained in one But they're scene. contained and it's also like they were really well-rounded characters with clear motivations. This is Jim Jim Carrey mugging all over the place, yeah. eating scenery, and it's funny. Sometimes literally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. And it's funny like uh, 17 to 18% of the time, I'd say. Ooh, okay. And I'd even at least give him 25% of the time. Sure. Okay. I'll give you that. Sure. 20, 25 considering repeated bits. I like that we can compromise on this show. And if you, if I didn't think that that was funny at all, there's nothing left. And then you have like some hateful things on top of that. And I just, I can't, I don't, you, we never, you're never, we're never actually like excusing this stuff when we're like, yeah, there was some light transphobia, but I'm overlooking it. We're just saying like, the movie was made when it was made. Right. And we can look back at it now and be like, that sucks. Mm-hmm. And now you shouldn't and wouldn't get away with that. And I think that's good in general. But this is not when this was made. This was made 25 years ago. Jesus Christ. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> uh, that is hurts. there a gold edition of Ace Ventura we're supposed to be watching? I don't know. Maybe we missed the director's cut. With deleted cut. scenes. Yeah. Yeah. And I just like... The Einhorn oh edit. We're certainly capable of looking... It gives her looking- a great backstory. <laughs> Yeah, I want to hear about the hiker. What's going on there? Yeah, uh, there, we're certainly capable of sort of like being like, well, yes, but you know, but this is just a huge, enormous asterisk next to the 
movie's title that I like, I can't overlook it. And my inner child was an idiot. Sorry. Okay. All right. That's not to say that I didn't laugh or that I didn't think that some of it was good just from his, his antics. It's just like, it's too much. The entire third act is like kind of gross to watch now. Um, And it's like, not just that it's contained and it's a big part of that act. It's like the point it's like the climax of the movie. Right. It's like this it's is the big the reveal. I will and it's give and it's that, so yeah. egregious that I'm just like sorry guys. Devastating verdict from DJ in this movie. <laughs> but we can all agree that Ace Ventura when Nature Calls is still a certified classic. I would totally watch that one again because that when we watched that one, I remember seeing that with my friends and they thought it was hilarious and I was just kind of like so-so. But then I watched it again and like Without I got, your horrible friends. I got a lot more jokes the second time around. Is he birthed out of an actual rhino or is it like a decoy it's like a, rhino? It's like a surveillance. <laughs> it's, a, it's a surveillance machine and he it gets really hot in there and so he takes off his clothes and then he's still too hot until he comes out of the anus because the door gets jammed shut. Um, what is he looking for in that one? Is he looking for a white rhino in that or, or he's in Africa, right? It's a bat. It's like a a, a albino bat. (laughs) Okay. Thanks for joining us, Jacob. Yeah. Thanks Jacob. I am so glad you guys had me on. Yeah. Jake Graham, everybody. Round of applause. Hey, thank you. Sit down, please. Everyone, yeah. Standing O is a little. We're gonna get in the tape. I'm not gonna be here every time. (laughs) Thank you for listening, everybody. You You can uh, call us at our hotline. Tell us while we're wrong, or tell us uh, what other stuff you want us to watch. Six point five. Just why you're wrong. Why you're we're wrong, or what else we should watch. Do not tell us why we're right. Yeah. Well, I mean, whatever you want to say. You want to read your grocery list? We'll put it on the show. I don't give a shit. 615-576-0525. Uh, you can also email us at yourinnerchildisanidiot at gmail.com. You can find us on all the social medias. You can find us on uh, Twitter at Y-I-C-I-A-I. You can find us on Facebook and just all of them. Instagram, all, all of that them. kind of stuff. If you want to become a patron, LinkedIn, patreon.com slash yourinnerchildisanidiot. I did. Yeah. You want to th- we want to thank our current patrons, including Jacob Grimm, Christine in Brooklyn, his Honor the Mayor, Jeremy Powlin, Joshua Nicholson, Karen Kurd, Larissa Maestro, Dan McIntyre, Ghost in the Burbs, and Jonathan Day. Thank you guys very much. We really appreciate your patronage. Uh, we'll see you next time. Hey, I won't. <laughs> oh, we everyone except for Jacob. We'll see everyone but Jacob next time. That sounded like you were like, I'm not going to listen next time. <laughs> Fuck off. I got what I wanted. I'm done. done. <laughs>